I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. So as you probably noticed from the title of today's show, we actually don't have a guest on today, and it is part two of last week's episode all about body acceptance and body image, and I am going to give you three more ways to accept your body and improve your body image. Now, I have tons of episodes pre-recorded to go, and they are filled with guests that have incredible stories of their own, and I truly cannot wait to share those episodes with you in the very near future. Next week will for sure be with a guest. So be on the lookout for that. But last week's episode that I recorded by myself with the three steps to improve your body image got such a great response that I thought I would follow it up with a part two since I teased you with that anyways at the end of the show and on Instagram too. Everyone was loving this episode. So like I said, I just, I was having a really hard time not recording this part two of the show. So I hope you're excited to learn about three more steps on improving your body image and just coming to a place of self-acceptance and body celebration. You guys know I'm all about celebrating ourselves. If you're not familiar, over on Instagram, you can follow me at I am Meg Dahl. So that is I am and then Meg Dahl with two L's, so D-O-L-L, just like the real doll, and yes, that is my last name. Everyone seems to ask me that when I tell them my last name's doll. So yes, doll is my real last name. You can follow me over there on Instagram, and the reason I'm suggesting this is because of what I just mentioned about body celebration and just celebrating ourselves in general. Every Sunday, I host what I like to call Celebrate You Sunday, and it's just a post that I put up every Sunday on Instagram where I encourage you to take just a few minutes to comment and let me know why you are celebrating yourself. Now, I think this is so important because in our world today, I think we're so caught up in celebrating other people. When was the last time that you accomplished something, even if it was like 
the littlest thing. When was the last time you accomplished something really little and you just kind of pushed it to the side? I feel like a lot of us have been kind of bred to do this or over the years maybe we celebrated ourselves when we were younger maybe we were okay with celebrating ourselves when we were younger but now that we've gone through quite a bit of life (laughs) I feel like we don't want to celebrate ourselves anymore so I feel like that's one of the reasons I'm here. One of the things that I'm super fired up about and passionate about is encouraging you to celebrate yourself. I think this plays a huge role into your self-love journey. And the way I see it, as most of you know, is self-love is broken up into many different parts. So self-love is just this larger thing of different pieces. And to me, there are four main pieces that make up self-love, one of them being self-care. And I think celebrating ourselves is one of the self-care practices that feed into that overall self-care. So that was a little bit of a side tangent, not what we're going to be talking about today. But before I do get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode, I will be letting you know that I am sitting in my bed in Barbados Wednesday morning recording this podcast episode. I was going to record it last night and then my parents and I, we were sitting outside and if you have been on Instagram and checked out any of my pictures, I've been showing you what our view is like. We are literally ground level, five steps away from the beautiful ocean. So last night I was going to cozy up in my bedroom and record this episode for you, but it was just so peaceful by the ocean and the waves crashing and we were just sitting there. And one of the reasons why we come back to Barbados year after year, this is my family's eighth time coming back. I only missed one of those eight times. So this is my seventh time being here. And we come back for many reasons year after year. But one of the reasons is the weather here is so beautiful. Even in the evening, you don't even need a little like shawl or anything like that. So It was just so peaceful last night and I thought, heck, I'm, I wake up so early anyways. So I thought once I wake up in the morning, I can just grab my mic and do this episode and then hit publish and get it out for you guys so you can listen to it on Wednesday, May 1st. So if you're listening to this when it drops, happy May 1st. I cannot believe it's already May. So crazy. Um, Yeah, but anyways, now you can kind of picture what I'm doing is sitting in my bed 
in Barbados. Um, the AC is just pumping right on my head. I actually am not a huge fan of AC, but I'd be dying without it. My door is shut. My parents are still sleeping. Um, my voice still sounds kind of like I just woke up, which I completely just did. I woke up, grabbed my mic, turned my laptop on, and started recording. I I also went to the washroom and grabbed some water. So I'm currently sipping on some warm water with apple cider vinegar and a drop of doTERRA lemon essential oil. And that is how I start my day. And that is honestly a thought that has been coming up for me more and more is just because I'm on vacation doesn't mean I stop doing the things that make me feel my best. So I feel like I could talk so much more about that in itself. I was going to write a whole Instagram post just about that, but let's cut to the chase. I know why all of you are here. So let's start talking about the three things you can do to improve your body image and move into a place of self-acceptance. All right, so I am so excited to be talking about this topic with you today, but before we go over the three new suggestions I have for you, I thought I would remind you if you did miss out on last week's episode, it would be a really great idea to either go back and listen to that first Or you can listen to this episode and then go back so you have all three of the suggestions that I am making for you to improve your body image and also your self-acceptance. So I'll just do a quick recap. I go into so much more detail on these three points in last week's episode, but here they are. Number one, get out of the mirror. Number two, stop fighting. And number three, mother your inner child. So like I said, so much more information on each of those three points in last week's episode, but let's move on to the points from this week. These three more new points that I have for you. So Number one for this week, I am saying to choose a mantra. Now, this has been huge for me throughout my journey. I feel like I constantly have a mantra of some type floating through my head, whether it's business related or just like emotionally, you know, it's geared to how I feel emotionally about myself. But I also feel like I have a body image type of mantra floating through my head at all times as well. So I wanted to suggest this to you because anytime I feel like my mind might start wandering to a place of judgment about my body, criticizing my body, comparing my body. It's 
been so beneficial to me to have a mantra that just automatically pops in my head. It's almost like when, you know, when your thoughts just kind of like start spiraling out of control, you have maybe one bad thought about yourself or you see someone else with a body you really admire and then you get down on yourself, you have that one bad thought and then your mind completely spirals and you are in the thick of just negative thinking about yourself. So usually what happens in these situations is we get caught up in all the bad thoughts and we start really believing those bad thoughts those really negative, harsh, critical thoughts about ourselves. We start believing those thoughts. And what, like I'm offering this suggestion because having a mantra in the back of your head can, it won't start feeling like super, super natural right off the hop. But what it can do is really pull you out of that spiral of negative thinking. And what I've noticed for myself, and again, remember, I've been at this for years. So I'm not expecting this to happen for you right off the bat if you're just starting a practice like this. But because I have literally been working on my mind game since I was 10 years old, when I start having these negative thoughts about myself, this thought, I don't even need to think about it. And this mantra just like comes to mind and I'm like, oh, right. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. That's what I'm here to believe. And all these other thoughts are just garbage and they're not my thoughts. So something that I have been saying to myself is your body is the least interesting thing about you. Whoa. (laughs) I love it. So I thought I would share that with you. Your body is the least interesting thing about you. So just imagine this. Imagine if I'll take an example just because I'm like on a beach. Imagine you were on a beach. You saw a really beautiful woman that you found very attractive. And all of a sudden, you felt like, oh my gosh, my body is not like hers. I wish I looked like her. And you started going into this spiral. Imagine if in that moment, instead of believing all of those negative thoughts that were flooding your mind, you said, hey, your body is the least interesting thing about you. And then you started thinking about all of the other things that make you interesting. How cool would that be? It's like this mantra could literally pull you out of all that muck. So like I said, I use that example because I'm on a beach right now and it was the first thing that came to mind. But what I love about that example is that it's actually not a personal example for me this year. Yes, like I said, I have been going to Barbados for the past seven years and I've definitely had years when I've been here that I saw someone on the beach and instantly went into that negative spiral. 
but this year has been awesome. And I know it's because I've been applying all of these body image and body acceptance tools that I've been giving you to my own life. Also, I've done a whole lot of self-forgiving over the past six months, and that has been absolutely, undeniably, like, life-changing in my personal life. And I can talk a little bit more about that or a lot more about that in a future podcast because as most of you know, I recently graduated and got certified as a spiritual coach. So a lot more to come about that just so you know more about what I will be doing with my spiritual coaching certification. But that kind of ties into how I've been making such huge progress and where I'm at today with the confidence and just like self-love that I have. So let's go back to talking about choosing a mantra. I offered one to you. I offered the one that's kind of been popping into my head lately. If I happen to have a bad or negative body image thought, and let's be real, just because I don't find myself comparing my body to other women on the beach does not mean I never have a negative body thought. I do. I just don't allow myself to go into that nasty self-hating place like I used to years and years ago. So that's the difference. And I feel like it's worth mentioning that if you do come from a history of eating disorders, disordered eating, maybe even body dysmorphia, anything that has to do with you seeing your body in a really negative way. I just think it's worth mentioning that now that you're recovered or when you are recovered and you have a negative thought about yourself, that does not put you back to square one. It does not. What makes the difference is you listening to that thought and acknowledging it, but not acting on it, right? So I'll kind of give you a different, like two different scenarios here of myself personally. So in the past, when I did have an eating disorder and really, really struggled with self-acceptance and body image, if I had a negative thought about myself, I'd be like, right, right? That's the truth. Really believe it. Hold on to it as being the truth. And then I would do something in response to that negative thought. So if my negative thought was, oh, Meg, you look so gross today. I would just not eat breakfast for an example. That is fueling the disordered behavior or the eating disorder, whichever you are dealing with. At the time, I was dealing with an actual mental illness, an eating disorder. Now, what is the difference is, ugh, Meg, you do not look good today. And then that mantra comes in. Or I just remove myself from that thought and I'm like, huh, 
that's weird that I thought that about myself today. You see, I start having this conversation with myself, which I will get to eventually in this episode. I'm kind of going on a side tangent, but it all applies. It all has to do with choosing this mantra. So this mantra comes to mind whenever you are having a negative thought about yourself. A negative thought comes up, that negative chatter in your mind, whatever it is, this mantra needs to come in and remind you of what's actually true. And like I said, right off the hop, it might not feel completely real to you, but that's why I'm suggesting you create your own mantra. If you hear a mantra that does resonate with you, by all means, use it. If that mantra that I just shared with you, you are your body is the least interesting thing about you, if that speaks to you, then by all means, use it. But I do really encourage you to create your own mantra that really speaks to you. And the point of doing this is because if you choose one that really speaks to you now within this moment, it's not going to it's not really going to feel like phony baloney, if you know what I mean. It is going to feel somewhat true if you've come up with it. So anything to pull you out of that negative space. What do you actually know about your body? So that is tip number one is choosing a mantra that you can use right before you jump off that deep end into hating on yourself. Number two is focusing on something other than your body because just as my mantra that I just shared with you, you your body is the least interesting thing about you. I also need to say that you have so much to offer the world other than your body. I feel like so many of us women, especially those of us who have struggled with eating disorders or disordered eating behavior in the past or even currently, you might be caught up in the belief or the mindset or the way of thinking that the most you can offer the world is how your body looks. And through a lot of deep self-exploration and just really, really exploring my past beliefs, I came to realize that I was unconsciously holding on to a thought very similar to this, that somewhere along the lines in high school, my late teens, early 20s, I was holding on to this belief that like my main duty in this world was to offer what I thought to be an attractive body. I felt like that was all I really had to offer the world. And of course, a lot plays into this. Again, I talked about mothering your inner child in last week's podcast. A lot of what I'm talking about right now 
um, this self-exploration and really understanding the beliefs that I was holding on to has a lot to do with going back to my inner child and really exploring those beliefs that she was holding on to. And like I said, they were like unconscious or subconscious. Like I didn't even know that I was really holding on to a belief that led me believe that all I had to offer the world was my body. But what I'm saying here is you have so much to offer the world above and beyond your body. Your body is your shell. It's, I heard one person, um, refer to it as like your meat case, right? I I feel like that's kind of just a funny way of putting it, but I really love calling it our shell. It is literally just our shell. We are a human. We are a beautiful soul inside of this body and it's just our shell, which is kind of neat when you think about it. It really doesn't matter as much as I'm all about taking care of your body and things like that. And, you know, obviously self-care, but just like loving on yourself every single day. You guys know I'm all about that is showing your body love in all these different ways. But when we are showing our body love, it's really like internally, right? We're nourishing it with good foods, but also we are tending to our emotions. We are tending to our mental health. So it's very much like loving our insides versus totally loving this shell. It's what we were given. So let's move on to something other than our body. So let's focus on something other than our body. And this has really helped me. Like it's almost like we get into this habit of thinking, making ourselves look good. Like it becomes a hobby of ours is what I'm kind of saying. It's like, yeah, like morphing your body into something that it doesn't even want to look like in the first place. It becomes a hobby. And I'm saying, let's find a new hobby. So I know you are a beautiful human and you have a lot of other interests above and beyond what your body looks like. So can we move on and start focusing on one, at least one of those interests? Like, what do you like above and beyond like making yourself look good? for me I really love my business I love pouring my love and my passion into my business as you know um, I've created nourished and free which is my community of women all over the world and we talk about taking care of ourselves every single day we use essential oils natural healthcare products but I also just love on my group of women and we talk about deep things like caring for our mental health our emotional health so that is one of my passions and that is an area of my life that I pour a lot of love into also this podcast this is part of my business as well and by me focusing on my podcast like 
what topics am I going to talk about next week? Who am I going to interview in the coming weeks? All of those thoughts are really great ways to get me out of focusing on my body. So let's focus on something else. That is my second tip for you in today's episode. So I really want you to, after this episode, maybe think about it. Like, what would you love to be focusing on other than your body? It doesn't have to be your business. Maybe you don't own your own business. Maybe you have a job that you don't really love. So that doesn't necessarily apply. But maybe you like riding horses, for an example. Or maybe you love drawing. Maybe you love singing. Gosh, I wish I could sing. I really, really do. I could never sing. Um, as most of you know, I love the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. It is hands down my all-time favorite movie. And I believe it forever will be. There's no taking that away from me. It's my favorite movie. Um, but anyways... If I could sing, oh my gosh, that would make me so happy. So maybe you're a singer, but you've been focusing so much on how your body looks. Let's start focusing your attention over to singing again. Let's start singing every day. Maybe take up some singing voice lessons. I don't know if you want to do that, but whatever it is, start focusing on these other things that you're really passionate about. I know there's something. So after this episode, please, please go and do this. Maybe make a list of like 10 things that you really love and then pick one or two that you want to start focusing on above and beyond your body. And finally, tip number three for you this week is speak to yourself with love. So I kind of went on a side tangent when I was talking about our first tip of choosing a mantra, but I'm going to go into more detail with this tip of speaking to yourself with love. Now, this is totally different than a mantra, okay? Very different. I feel like people think that talking to yourself is they see it as like surface level. Okay. So it's almost like all they think about when someone recommends or suggests positive self-talk. Like you guys are thinking that I'm talking about positive self-talk, right? But just like, I can feel like everyone nodding their heads. <laughs> yes, Meg, I feel like you're thinking and referring to positive self-talk. So I'm not really talking about positive self-talk here when I say speak to yourself with love. My version of positive self-talk is different than what most people talk about. So let's talk about what most people talk about. I feel like the definition or the kind of description of positive self-talk these days is so you're having a really shitty body image day you look in the mirror and you just override 
all of the negative, hateful things you're thinking and start saying, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I love myself. I love myself. Um, I'm absolutely gorgeous. I love myself so much. And you're just saying that to yourself. You super don't believe it because you are in the thick of like a really negative body image moment. And you just haven't come to that place of self-acceptance. So that's why doing that doesn't really work is because you're not even there yet and you're not even acknowledging the negative thoughts coming to your mind. Do you see that? So if we don't acknowledge the thoughts that are coming to our minds and we just override them, you see how that's not really dealing with them. It's just kind of putting a mask over them or a band-aid. And you know how I feel about band-aid solutions. Let's get to the root of it or even work with what we're being dealt. So in a negative body image moment like that when you're looking in the mirror and you're having negative thoughts about yourself let's say you're getting dressed and you caught a glimpse of yourself in the mirror or maybe you are taking my tips from last week and you're staying out of the mirror and you're just getting dressed without any mirrors and you notice that your jeans cannot do up anymore you gain some weight and your jeans just can't fit over those beautiful, lovely, womanly hips of yours. And now the negative thoughts start coming in. Like I said, instead of completely ignoring ignoring them and overriding them with, I love myself, I love myself, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. Like I said, that just like doesn't really work. We need to work with these negative thoughts that are flooding our minds. We need to acknowledge them. And you can literally say, hey, I hear you. I see you. I acknowledge you. And let's talk to them. Let's say, but I'm not going to believe you today. I don't deserve all of this negative language towards myself. Speak to these thoughts. Stand up for yourself. You can literally say, I don't deserve this negative thinking. What I deserve is love. What I deserve is self-compassion. What I deserve is self-acceptance. And you can even say, I may not fully accept myself right now, but I am working on accepting my body. How would that feel? How would that feel? Do you see the difference between the positive self-talk we think positive self-talk is and this loving, compassionate speaking to ourselves that I am suggesting you do? Do you see that difference? Positive self-talk that most of us know is completely ignoring the situation and flooding ourselves with the this like positive self-talk, which is fine. But the issue with it is so many of us are in these positions that we're not even at the point of believing it yet. 
So that's the issue. And that's why if anyone has ever told you or if you've ever personally felt, Meg, I've tried the positive self-talk thing and it just doesn't work. It just felt really phony. I get it. And that's why. It's because you're not actually having a conversation with your thoughts. So I want you to have a conversation with your thoughts. You can rewind this episode, back it up a little, and work through it like how I demonstrated there. Hey, I hear you, but I really don't want to listen to you today. I deserve better. And then announce, declare how you deserve better. You see that? Another thing that I will do, and this is completely related, so I'm not going on another side tangent, but just another example is if you do have a negative body image chatter coming into your head, you can, again, acknowledge it. It's all about acknowledging yourself, but just like talk to yourself and say, hey, you're okay. You're okay. Those thoughts hurt, but you're okay. I'm strong and I'm getting through this. I'm working to accept myself. I'm working to love myself. So I don't know what to call this talk. Like I said, it's not positive self-talk. I ta- I call it loving talk, talk to yourself with love, or it's even like compassionate self-talk. I don't know, but it's very different than your standard positive self-talk. And that is what I am urging you to work on now. So that's what I have for you in this week's episode of part two of the three more steps you can do to improve your body image and move into a place of self-acceptance. So let's recap and I'll give you some homework and then we can wrap up this show. So number one, choose a mantra. Remember, mantras are really, really great to have. You can write it down and even have it hanging up in your bedroom, on your mirror, just so it's something that you can see. And something that I didn't mention at the beginning of the show, and just because I am always getting new ideas as I talk about the same topics over and over. So our minds were not meant to be positive. So we need to train them in order to automatically be positive. So by choosing a mantra, if you chose any mantra, like I love and accept my body, or I fully embrace the woman I am. Let's use that one. I fully embrace the woman I am. Again, it might not feel super, super true to you right now, but again, that is why we are working on the loving self-talk or that compassionate self-talk. So once you do that practice as well, this will come easier for you. But choosing a mantra and then sticking it on the mirror in your bedroom or your bathroom or in your office somewhere, oh, another good place, your laptop desk, like background, your laptop or your desktop background, 
another great place to write out a mantra you need to say to yourself. I fully embrace the woman I am or I fully love and accept the beautiful soul I am. Whatever you need to hear, you make it up. I really encourage you to make it up. And um, and what I mean by make it up is not rely on me or the internet. Don't go on Pinterest um, and search mantras for body image because I really want it to come from you. And if you create it, you know exactly what you need to hear. So that's why I suggest that. So do that. Hang it up somewhere in your home and so you can start saying that to yourself and start feeding your mind with love and compassion and acceptance and positivity, okay? And then number two is focusing on something other than your body. So after this episode, I really want you to start exploring some of your other passions other than obsessing about your body because that is truly not a passion of yours. It just became one over the years and you have so much more to offer the world than your body, my love. So go on and find something else that you can offer the world that isn't your body. And then third is speaking to yourself with love. So really be conscious of how you respond to those negative thoughts and start having that conscious dialogue with yourself with compassionate and loving voice that is within you. So that's all that I have for you today. I really hope you enjoyed part two of this episode for improving your body image and moving into a place of self-acceptance. If you like this show and you're on Instagram, I absolutely love hearing from you. So if you're listening to this on your phone, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram in your Instagram stories, tag me so I can thank you and we can chat a little bit. I would absolutely love that. Screenshots are so much fun and they are an easy way to share what you love. So if you love this podcast episode or any of the other episodes I've done, screenshot it, share it on Instagram and tag me so I can thank you because I truly, truly do appreciate all of the shares. And I think that's all for this week, sweethearts. So I'm going to run and finish my water, put my bikini on, and head out into the sun. I'm so excited for another day in Barbados. I think by the time next, by this time next week, when our next episode of the show is out, I will be back in Canada. Until then, have a great week. Thank you.